Blog Talk Radio. Hi, fill me up until I over for the radio version by Casey J from the Truth Ministries. That was awesome, awesome, awesome. Good evening and welcome to Blessings by Grace Radio. Tonight is Learner's Lounge Thursday. It is April the 14th, 2022. We are in the Apple Valley Studios tonight. The doctor will be in shortly and he will be still reflecting and talking about what we talked about last week, which was the Armageddon, are we rapture ready? That was just uh, a synopsis from what we talked about last week. And now it's time for Inspiration Thursday. And what I want to talk about tonight is talking about Psalms 1 and 39. There are five different types of things I want to talk about within Psalms 1 and 39 about God's wonderfulness. So what is the purpose of Psalms 1 and 39? Psalms 1 and 39 has a reflection of David's prayerful meditation of God's omnipresent, omniscience, and the effect those characteristics of God has on the human heart. Omnipresence means God is everywhere simultaneously. Omniscience means that God is all-knowing. His knowledge is not limited. Knowing God creates gratitude and praise for who he is and what he does for us as a people. We were made to glorify God. 
Knowledge of God directly affects our reactions, especially in times of hardship, injustice, and pain. Now, during David's heartfelt journey with God, through the good, the bad, challenging, and unbelievable, we remained alive and relatable throughout all of Psalms 1 and 39. It seems the omniscience and omnipresence of God interfering from these, the overflow of the powers of wickedness. Sin, who sees and hears the abominable deeds and words of the rebellion people, David will surely deal with them according to his justice. Who God is allows us to understand who and whose we are. Life within the love of Christ Jesus, Emmanuel, which just means God with us, changes our hearts forever and continually until we arrive home in heaven. The journey of each human heart is unique, purpose, and intimately known by one true God. Now, there's a few more key things I want to talk about. Like, we are intimately known. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. That's Psalms 1 and 39, and then it's verse 13. Before we were known to our mothers, God was forming every intricate detail and fabric of who we are and who we were to be. We often default to a critical view of ourselves and others, but in Psalms 139, it helps us to see ourselves and others through God's perspective, color, ethnicity, and disability, every trait and characteristic. We're crafted for God. We are crafted personally and purposefully to bring glory to God. Nothing about us is accidental. God does not simply allow us to be a certain way or carry a certain trait. Every cell of our being is intentional. And when I became a mother, this is totally true, I did experience love on another level, yet I was only able to carry and bring my babies into the world because of Jesus Christ. God is the one who moved breath into their body and gave them life, and he cares for them infinitely more than I could. We are all loved by God in the same way. This is the agape love. Now, as we know, God has a perfect knowledge of us, so the writer Matthew Henry, the commentator, wrote, and all of our thoughts and actions are open before him. We cannot control the thoughts popping into our minds all day long, every day. But we do have some say over what happens to them once they arrive. And the scripture does advise us to take our thoughts captive. Some of the rogue thoughts that enter into our minds are absolutely crazy, but God does see every one of them. Number two, truthfully made. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. That is the 14th verse of Psalms 139. We were made with purpose to bring glory to God. Each talent, gift, and occupation has a place in the workforce of the kingdom of God. Who we are is meant to bring reverence to God, not a fear to be afraid of, but a respect and reverence for God. And when people look at the lives of those who follow Christ, they should witness the blood he shed dripping from our daily lives. That's why they always say, let your light shine. Quickly, number three, God is in control. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. The 139th chapter of Psalms, verse 16, this is infinitely more happening in the world and our lives that we can plausibly see. But God's views is limitless, transcending time and space. He has numbered our days 
and nothing can change or alter his good plan for our lives. His will trumps what we are never alone. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? Psalms 139, verse 7. One of the biggest tricks and deceits of our enemy is to isolate and convince us we are alone, especially in this society we're in now as the world endures a global pandemic and there's also the war going on and isolation has become the reality we experience since COVID reared its ugly head, we've experienced certain types of isolation. Even when we are out in society, masks, shields, they isolate us from one another. Quarantine puts us in our rooms alone for half a month's time because even when the physical presence of another person is absent from our lives, we are never alone. God, who has left his only begotten son to give us a second opportunity to the right to the sea of life, and when his son transcended that, he left us with the Holy Spirit, which is a comforter and a keeper. So God is impossible to escape from, and he is a mighty savior. David knew these qualities of God well, as he was chased down by a crazed King Saul and exiled to hide in a cave. And then finally, number five, judgment belongs to God alone. This is the final one in my topic tonight, which is breaking down Psalms 139. If you only, and if only you, God would stay, and he would also slay the wicked. Away from me, you who are bloodthirsty. And that is the 15th verse of 139th chapter. Judgment belongs to God alone. Much of the Psalms teach us to love our enemies and praise to God on their behalf. What does David mean then when he wrote in the verses 15 through 22? David's pen was divinely inspired by the Holy Spirit of God. God's word is truth and in its entirety points to Christ Jesus. Sensibly, these verses are followed by search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting. That is the 139th chapter, 24th verse of Psalms. I thank you guys for letting me break down my version of Psalms 139 about how wonderful God is and how he gave us these opportunities again for a second chance. So remember, the fifth portion was judgment belongs to God. Portion number four, we are never alone. Portion number three, God is in control. Portion number two, we are purposefully made. And then the first portion of my five portions to break down the 139th chapter of Psalms is we are intimately known. I appreciate you guys when you listen to me doing Inspiration Wednesday and Thursday night as I find topics I'm interested in. And then I want to inspire you with the research that I find that in no way makes me the preacher nor the teacher. That just allows me to inspire you. So hopefully in my inspiration, it gives you a chance to research what I've researched and learned a little bit more. I love you. And now the reason we're here tonight is because we're going to get out our pens and our Bibles, and we are ready to learn, learn, learn. The doctor is officially in now, and the doctor is ready to talk about the Armageddon. Now we rapture ready. Ladies and gentlemen, the Honorable Dr. Bishop Alfred Moore, God bless you all, and thank you very, very much.
God bless you and ready your land tonight. Amen. You have heard words of inspiration tonight. And we're going to get right into, praise the Lord, the word of God tonight. Uh, I will take upon myself, amen, as David did. David was a man after God's own heart. But it did not mean, amen, that he did not have hardships. Thank you, Sister Gaitasha, tonight. We're going, amen, to the book of Revelation, the 16th chapter, verse 13 through 16, uh, where I left off, amen, last week. And I pray, amen, that you will listen very closely, amen, to the word of God tonight. This is not anything, amen, that we are trying to conquer up on our own, but this is the word of God. Heaven and earth have passed away. But God's word will not fail. This is the only thing that, amen, we can stand on is the word of God. He said, I saw three unclean spirits like frogs coming out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are the spirits of devils working miracles which goes forth into the, uh, go on to the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he which watches and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. And he gathered them together unto a place called in the Hebrew tongue Armageddon. Revelation 19 Eleven seventeen says, And I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse, and he that sitteth upon him will call faithful and true, and in righteousness he does judge and make war. His eyes was as the flame of fire, and on his head was many crowns, and he had a name written that no man knew but he himself, and he was clothed with a virtue, dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the army, amen, which was in heaven, amen, followed him up on white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it it should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with the rod of iron, and he shall tread the winepress of the fearness and the wrath of God Almighty. And he had on his virtue and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. And I saw an angel, a man standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of the heaven, come and gather yourself together unto the supper of that great day. We want to continue tonight, amen, letting you know, amen, we are headed. We haven't got there, but we are on our way to the climax of this world. There is a battle that is going to be fought, 
And amen. That battle is called Armageddon. Every human being, amen, will understand what it means, amen, when this battle is fought. Beloved, as I look into the word of God tonight, the approach of confrontation, we are we are approaching, amen, the confrontation or trouble tonight. From the first act, amen, of violence, when Cain slew Abel to the last crime, it is evidence, amen, to all what sin has caused human humanity. Sin has caused humanity their lives. And if you just want to look at it from Adam on up to now, sin is still causing humanity their life. Who is serving the Lord? How many is serving sin? Sin, the wedge of the sin is death. If you serve sin, you're going to die. The Lord has given us a chance, amen. The brightness of his uh, misery, suffering, and abuse. Sin brings, amen, misery. Look at us right now, amen. Open your eyes. It's it just the beginning of sorrow. We don't want to accept, amen, what is going on right now in Russia, and we don't want to accept what's going on in the uh, Ukraine. But God has said it's going to happen. And we can't really do nothing about it when the Lord says, amen, it's going to happen. We see misery. We see suffering. And we see abusing all kind on humanity. What is causing it? S-I-N. Sin is causing it. Men love darkness rather than they do light. That has been happening upon the earth. Uh, inhabitation is strategic. While the population, amen, was only three. One was marked by God as rejected. When there wasn't nobody, amen, but three people. One was marked by God by rejection. Sin got in the cane. You know the story, amen, as the children, amen, Cain had a brother named Abe. He was jealous of him, and he killed. The devil come to steal and to kill. And that's what he's done right now. He come to come to steal, rob, and kill. And we are looking at it right before our eyes, but we don't want to accept it. We don't want to accept what the devil has really done. We are trying to solve the problem. But I'm going to tell you something. I have lunch. You can't solve the problem by yourself. It is the word of God that, amen, give us 
divine guidance. If you if you don't follow the word of God, you are amen going the wrong way. I don't care, amen, about politics, sciences, and all other type of education. If you don't follow the word of God, it's it's already written. It's not going to be taken away. It is written. Sin has corrupt the world. The whole earth, sin has it. And we are plunging more into sin every day. That was in Genesis, amen, 4 and 15. As the showdown come, amen, into focus, it is apparently, amen, that the world will be filled with people marked by a man and a system that represent evil. Amen. As the world, amen, continue to come. And amen, in the, uh, 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 the, the, the world will be, amen, filled with people marked by a man and a system. What kind of system are we talking about? We're talking about a one-world system, one-world government. Amen is being, amen, planted today is to come, and we know that system, amen, is going to come under the Antichrist, a man of sin, not a man of righteousness. We haven't seen nothing yet as what we are going to see. This is God's word, and it just seen, amen, not real in 2022 for the education and the technology, amen, that we have. And the smart that we have, amen, is the, for war is to be broken out like it is now. It don't even seem real. Most folks don't even want to believe it. But God has spoken. And it is going to be so, amen, by a man and a system that represent evil. This man is going to be representing evil, evil. That's all we can see, amen, evil. Amen, the earth will become a, 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 a genetic prisoner. The whole earth, amen, is going to be influenced by evil. This is what, amen, we are headed to. We have not made it there yet, but this is what we are headed to. And we cannot escape. You cannot escape. There can be, amen, no success or no uh, coexisting of good and evil. One of them going to have to go. One going to have to go. Good or evil. And i tell you which one is going to go. Evil is going to go. Jesus is going to get rid of evil. That's where we're headed to. Know ye not that a, a little level will level the whole lump? A little sin will defile your whole body. Well, amen. I'm not done too much wrong. Too much wrong. A little sin. According to 1 Corinthians, amen, 5 and 6, it will defile your whole body. A little lie will turn into a big lie. A little hypocrite will turn you, amen, into, amen, a big hypocrite. Whatsoever evil 
whatsoever evil is residing in, the earth will contaminate all that it takes control of. Evil spreads. Evil spreads. It will contaminate all that is taken control of it. Evil, that is allowed to reside inside a man's heart, will contaminate them with a lack of cancer. Amen. Evil will get into you and it will spread like a cancer. And when you know one thing, it will ache you up inside. You don't have no room for goodness. You don't have no room for righteousness because you don't let evil contaminate you. And you know, amen, as I look at the society as a whole, they're laughing. They're laughing now. But we amen. Evil is on the rampage. People's heart, amen, will be contaminated like a cancer. God, good and evil, they must meet head on and make war. Now look, good and evil are going to meet head on. And they're going to make war. You're going to have a war in your life. We got a war in the world, but you're going to have a war in your life. They're going to be head on. The Antichrist, amen, going to set himself up as God. We, we, we following the trend. Oh, I know we're saying amen. You know, we 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 are we are better than this. We won't fall for nothing like this. But according to the word of God, which cannot lie, mankind at that time is gonna fall under the spell of evil. They're already under the spell of evil. But amen, that deception is gonna cause them to fall further under evil. The ability of man, amen, the ability of the man of sin to successful sell himself to rule the Roman, uh, revive the Roman Empire, will be astonished. He will oppose all worship of the true God or any false God but himself. He is going to make himself God. Can you just imagine that? He's going to try to do the create. I do the creator of everything. And if you don't obey him at this time, There is a great punishment. There is death that you were facing. And there is none other God but one. It ain't but one God, children. One God. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. We got all these many gods. Oh, 
running around here and we bind down and praying to all these many gods. It ain't but one God. That one God, amen, came down through 42 generations, hung on Calvary, and died for us. And that there, amen, is none other God but one. For though there be, they are called gods with a small G-O-D, whether in heaven or in earth. God's many and Lord's many. First Corinthians 8, 4 and 5. We live in, amen, in the time, amen, that it's getting worse, the children. What we are seeing, amen, in Ukraine and Russia is just the tip of the iceberg. Oh, it's just the tip of the iceberg. It's going to spread, amen, from country to country. Sand has done that. In brazen blaspheming, the Antichrist, amen, will set himself up as God in the rebuilding of the temple. Amen. When they, amen, uh, the Jews get ready, amen, to rebuild the temple. The Antichrist is going to set himself up as God. And people are going to worship him as he were God. Through deception, amen. Through deception, amen, he's going to make people think, amen, that he is, praise the Lord, more than what he is. To amen to the wild applause of the privacy of humanity, his program will be launched. Yes, it's going to be launched, and it's going to be launched all over the world. But now listen to what Jesus said. Jesus said, I come in my Father's name. I'm going to stop and pause there. He said, I come in my Father's name. What name did Jesus come in? The name that Jesus came in was his father's name. What was his father's name? Jesus. He said, I come in my father's name, and you receive me not. I done told you who I was, but you won't believe me. Because I said I come in my Father's name. See, your eyes is blind. You are rejecting your only source that really can help you. But he said also, if any should come in his own name, him you will receive. That's John 5, 43. Other words, amen, if that Antichrist is going to come in his name, you ain't going to question amen him. You're going to receive him. The Antichrist, amen, will fulfill this prophecy by coming and being received in his own name. Most of the world, amen, will not receive Jesus as being the Father's name. Most of the world. They will not receive Jesus as being the Father's uh, 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 as being the father's name. They don't want to receive that. 
for Jesus himself. That was the word of God saying, I come in my Father's name. Power is one of the most sought-after commodity in the world and the earth today. Power. What do you think, amen, is going on right now, amen, with Russia and, uh, and, and, and the Ukraine? They're fighting for power. <clears throat> power, power. Is it the right kind of power? No. But power is, amen, one of the most sought-after commodity, amen, in the earth today. In, 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 in any age, people of authority are often puzzled as to how to go about keeping peace. They want so much power, but they don't know how to keep peace. There is no peace in this earth today. There is no peace. You can sign all kind of peace treaties that there is, but there is no peace in this earth today. The only peace that there is is in the saints of God who know Jesus Christ. That's on real peace, anxiety. Matter of fact, the world, the news people, you can look on their face. Look at the emotions, amen, on their countenance. When they see amen, bodies laying everywhere. And the trauma, amen, that people are going through. Sin is doing that. The reviving, amen, of the Roman Empire will bring, amen, to surface an individual who, with Satan, help will command the respect of the massacre being brilliant in mind and able to communicate with sin-loving sin loving humanity. Go ask somebody, man, that's bringing in mind the studied humanity mind, know what they love, know what they want, ain't going to put it as a fingertips. They're already going to be in trouble. Jesus said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. You ought to have the mind of Jesus, not the mind of this world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. But you can't tell people that today. They don't want to hear that. They want to live like they want to live and please flourish like they want to please flourish. Jesus said, if any man come after me, let him first deny himself and pick up his cross and follow me daily. It's a denying thing when you, amen, come into Jesus. You won't like everything and you won't do everything the world is doing. Come out from among them, he says, and be ye separated, says the Lord. My God, we're seeing loving humanity. Uh, the majority of the Western civilization will welcome his bright prediction of a utopia. The Western civilization, talking about America, they're going to welcome his thought of mind, his train of thoughts. 
knowing how to solve different problems. Look, he's going to be looking like he know how to solve different problems. But those problems is really still going to be there. It's going to be under a, 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 a deception. The devil is out to deceive you. The devil don't like you, but he'll do everything in his power is to make you think that he loved you. Now, in the last time, in the latter times of, of, of the kingdom, when the transgressors are come to be full, a king of furies, countenance, and understand dark centers, shall stand up, and his power shall be mighty, but not by his own power. And now in the last day that we living in, there is going to be a man that is going to stand up when the fullness of the time come, a king of fierceness, his countenance, and his understanding is going to be a dark sentence. Shall stand up, and his power shall be mighty, but not by his own. Daniel 8, 23 and 24. We're looking at now, amen, Satan is getting ready to get into this power of this man. Daniel admitted, amen, that the Antichrist would have great power, but not from himself. Power of the devil will be invested in this coming world ruler. The devil himself is going to give the Antichrist his power. Can you imagine a man walking down on earth having the power of the devil himself? Well, you say, Bishop, uh, the church will not be here. Well, that's true. But still, human beings will be here. And they are going to go through what we call the great tribulation. That's why, amen, we ought to careful how we live today because there is nothing preventing the rapture from taking place right now. It is nothing pre preventing Jesus Christ to come at his church. I didn't say amen, I come at everybody, but I say at his church. Using the computer age, amen, to his advantage, the Antichrist, amen, will initially a system whereby everyone will be numbered. And that's what they're doing right now, amen. This computer age, the technology that we have now is so far advanced. They know, amen, just about everybody that is up on the face of this earth. Technology has really opened the mind of people's amen up that know how to use it for their benefit, whether it's for good or for bad. 
That is the stage that we are living in, not yesterday, but I mean today. Anywhere, amen, you go. Technology, amen, is all over the city, all on the freeways. You can't drive down the freeway, amen, without your picture being taken. You go in the cities. Amen. You got cameras everywhere. Sometimes you don't even realize it, but it's taking your picture. Look what technology has done. Technology, amen, is open the avenue up for people to communicate with one another that used to wouldn't even communicate by selling, by trading. Anyone refused to comply with the program will be denied access to the privilege of buying or selling. Now, amen, if you up on the face of the earth at that time, what are you going to do? Are you going to give in to this anti-Christ spirit and worship him? Or are you going to be, amen, relentless, amen, and know in your mind that there is a God? Or you will be like the Hebrew boys, saying, O king, we are not going to bow? The Bible tells me God said he would supply our every need, and I believe that. Anyone, amen, who can't control buying and selling uh in entering a nation is indeed a powerful world figure. If you can if you can control the economical problems in the world, buying and selling, you're powerful. Well this Antichrist is going to do just that. The Antichrist spirit is already in the world. It is already here. And that and that there listen. And the latter time of their kingdom when the transgressors are coming Excuse me, praise the Lord. Daniel allowed God allows evil spirit the liberty to work. Did you hear what I said? God allows evil spirits to work. Go back in your Bible, amen. Pharaoh was an evil man. But God allowed that evil is to work. It ain't no different than what we are seeing now. And sometimes uses what they have accomplished for his will. An example of this is found when a lying spirit was put in the mouth of a false prophet. You see, amen, we got lying spirit, amen, will be put into the mouth of false prophets. Lying spirit. To get Ahab to Ramah for his destruction. First King twenty two, twenty 
20 and 23. Now, John, amen, the time, amen, of the pouring out of the seven veils of wrath in the great <clears throat> tribulation, there will come three unclean spirits. These three unclean spirits, amen, is coming from the from satanic forces called the dragon. Beast and false prophet. They are unclean spirits. Going into the world, amen, prophesying lies. These dirty spirits will be miracle workers. Spiritually dispatched to great kings and leaders of nations from all over the world to Jerusalem so that Almighty God can do battle with them. God's going to fight against the evil spirit that has been dispatched all over the world. In other words, amen, they got God people's amen all over the world. A change came, amen, when uh, COVID-19 come in. It's not affecting not nation, but all over the world. Now we being affected by, amen, this war all over the world. And it's going to get worse. All you can do is read your Bible. It's your morning newspaper, if you will. The center of the globe is Jerusalem. As far as God is concerned, Ezekiel 5 and 5, amen, the Gentiles' world is divided into four geographical divisions. The Western block is supported, supposed to be Christian. That's supposed to be us. But amen, it, 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 I tell you, you couldn't tell them by the way they're living. It's supposed to be Christian. I know, amen, when the pilgrim bought it up on the show, it was in God we trust. But who do we trust now? Money in our own selves. But the Western Bloc, amen, is supposed to be Christian. And out of this will rise the revived Roman Empire, which will produce, amen, the coming world ruler, the Antichrist. The northern kingdom, amen, is communist nation. You know what communist is? Which is which are atheists. The southern kingdom is predominant is, is Arabs. The people of the most Muslim. The eastern kingdom, amen, is Orientals. And the people, amen, mostly, amen, who worship Buddhists. Sin. Look, look, look what sin is doing. Once down to Christ, amen, break his covenant, amen, with Israel, the turn to turn to destroy them. It will take demon spirit to bring all four factors into picture. 
and he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. And in the mind and in the midst of the week, he shall call the sacrifice and the obligation to cease. And for the overspreading of the abomination, he shall make it desolated. Even until the consuming nation and the determination shall be poured up on the desolation. Daniel 9, 27. This Antichrist, amen, is going to attempt to stop everything from worshiping the true God. Are you ready for the rapture? Are you ready as a church for the rapture? Or are you going through the tribulation? You don't have to go through the tribulation where God is going to pour out his wrath on the children of disobedience. I don't care, amen, what people say. Your diploma is not going to help you. Your doctor degree is not going to help you. When the Lord comes, if you in sin, amen, you are going to pay. Children and all. Don't you know God knew what he was done when he destroyed uh, 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 even Sodom and Gomorrah? Children were there. Don't you know God knew what he was done, amen, when the flood came upon the earth? Children were there. Open your eyes and see the big picture. God is going to eliminate sin. Sin. The sixth vowel will result, amen, in the drying up of the Euphrates River. So the multitude from the east will be able to make their way to the Battle of Armageddon. We're approaching the end time, church, and that's all Bishop is trying to get you to see, amen. I didn't say we were at the end time because the Bible said when this gospel be preached unto every nation, he said, then shall the end be. Well, we're still preaching the gospel. Somebody may not yet have heard the gospel, but it is going out. We are preaching the gospel. Christ is a, amen, uh, he is the, uh, he is our conqueror. It matters not how great the opposition, Jesus Christ will tramp over evil forces. I don't care how bad it looks, and amen, look like amen, it might be out of control to us. Amen, and you're praying and seeing like your prayer is not being answered. Let me tell you, Jesus is still in control. Jesus is still in control. I come in my Father's name. And if he come in his Father's name, his Father's name must be Jesus. And Jesus must be God. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Jesus, amen, Christ will tramp over evil forces at times. It may appear, amen, that things are out of control. Sin is glamorous and holiness derived by the mass. Howbeit the race is not to the swift, but the battle is to the strong. Ecclesiastes 9 and 7. The race is not given to the swift, 
For the battle is to the strong, and he that endures until the end, the same shall be saved. And all of this assembly shall know that the Lord save not with sword and spears, for the battle is the Lord. First Samuel 17 and 47. God, amen, is not going to fight the battle with sword and shield like we see, amen, they are done today. Amen. Uh, he's too mighty for that. Amen. God, amen, is just going to speak the word. And now laid everything, amen, that will come against him to fight in that battle of Armageddon. Our conquer hero, amen, is not somewhere in exile hiding from the enemies. Everything is going according to the schedule. The rapture of the church and everything that must take place. Carol, prior to this, tremendous victory is well detailed on God's timetable. Ain't nothing out of order. Nothing out of order, church. When you see these things, look up because your redemption is drawing nigh. The Dr. Moore tonight saying, I hope that you enjoyed a portion of this tonight. Pray and ask God to open up your eyes that you can see, amen, our redemption draws nigh.